one of the, my favorite scenes in this entire thing is when Jacques fishing on the plane. Oh. And you get Indy, Jacques, Jacques, <laughs> and Indy's running, and the tribe is coming behind him, right? But you don't see him for a second. You see Jacques see Indy come over the hill. Welcome to the What's Up the Podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judging. Jerry, my name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-hosts, Alec Burgess. That- Let's get it. Yeah. And Mattson Heiner. <laughs> Better red than dead. I, I, I'm excited. I, I, I was reverted. hoping you saw him prepped and you're like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Alec or JJ reverted the baser instinct, which actually yeah. isn't correct because I am before Alec, but, you know, semi-retired back. back it was, uh, yeah, like I was looking up at my screen. And so, like, all I saw was me and Alec again for a second. And I was like... Alec Burge. Anyway, that's how it worked. Um, yeah, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Go ahead, hit that follow, subscribe, like, bell notification buttons. Um, we appreciate it. It helps us grow the podcast. Tell a friend about us. Uh, tell a Tomb Raider that you might know about us also, or tell an archaeology professor. That would work as well. Um, yeah, we appreciate it. If you can't figure it out, we are here to review as part the final week of our AFI Top 100 list. Um, that movies that come off that list that we really love eat Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh. Um, so good. Can't wait. It was released June 12th, 1981. The year I was born, I was like three months old. Um, it was written by Lawrence Kasdan and George Lucas and Philip Kaufman. It was directed by Steven Spielberg stars, Harrison Ford, Karen Allen, Paul Freeman, John Reese Davies, Ronald Lacey, Denham, Denholm Elliott, Alfred Molina, Wolf Kaler, Anthony Higgins, and Vic Tablion. Uh, in 1936, archaeologist and adventurer Indiana Jones is hired by the U.S. government to find the Ark of the Covenant before the Nazis can obtain its awesome powers. Don't get mad at me, YouTube. I was just reading. Um, with that, let's talk about it. Matt, I'm going to let you go first because I know this is like your standard. Oh. Right. But before we even get, can we just? I'm so excited about this. Can we do the trivia first? I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm already looking at. I'm excited. I got some good ones for this one. Let's do All it. Right. The Adventures of it, this movie was going to be titled The Adventures of Indiana, but what name was it before for the last name? Spielberg changed it. What do we think? Hmm. Uh, I feel like I know this. It's. I'm going to give like you I a hint. Know this. It's very generic. Well, it's so. I was Smith. thinking Smith. Yeah. You say Smith? Yeah. The adventures of Indiana Smith. Like now you just hear you just like, that's just a corrupt. That's a crime. Like should be just should be a hurt, should be tarred and feathered, whatever it is. That's uh, what you get from George Lucas. <laughs> exactly. So thank goodness for Spielberg. Um, let's see. Well, you know, we've been talking about a lot about um, Hitchcock being like a demanding kind of mean director. I didn't know this, but Harrison Ford literally has a true fear of snakes. And Mm -hmm. so my second trivia question to you (laughs) in the well of souls, the scene where they have, you know, all the the snakes that are there, there were supposed to be roughly around 2000 snakes. Clearly Spielberg thought that was just not enough. What number did that get to? 10,000. Okay. Keep stealing my answers. I'm going to go 10,001, fucker. <laughs> 7,000 snakes, which Damn. is still just think about like, that's still 
that's a lot of snakes. And if you're an actor that truly doesn't like snakes, which I, my sister, a couple of my sisters really don't like snakes and like they really don't like them. I can imagine like that would not have been a fun time. Really nope. wouldn't have been fun to be around because you know someone was pranking uh, Harrison Ford with one of those snakes, probably offset or something. Yeah. Not fun. What's hang on? What's this like bubble that keeps coming yeah, out of your? Can mouth? I get one of those? Yeah, I want one. Oh, do I have a? Do I get a? It, wait, that doesn't that does it on here too? <laughs> yeah, what? look, it just did it. Where the <laughs> fuck's it coming from? <laughs> I thought that was only on G Chat. I gotta figure out why my computer's doing that. That's I yeah, feel no, fucking gypped. Yeah, I'm sitting there going, God damn it! I means, want one. That means I can make balloons come out at some point. I don't know how to do that, but I've done that before too. I'm gonna have to figure that out. Um, another. <laughs> Uh, what was the body count in, in terms of uh, our John Wick isms here? Mm. What was the body count for Indiana Jones in this movie? Well, I, I don't know if he killed all of them, but what was the body count in the movie? 37. Okay. I said 22. Oh, not even close, guys. Time's up uh, by two. 67. God the fuck. Up. More than I thought. I mean, dude, he's really, I don't know how many of them he killed himself, but that's a lot of people. It's fair. I, he's, it, is, it does have one of my favorite kills in cinema. Ugh. So Which we'll great. talk right. about, I'm sure. We will but. talk about shortly. Don't don't forget that. Um, one of my favorite. I'm just so glad they put this one on here. They taught the monkey in the film how to do the Nazi salute with what fruit? It's if it's not dates, I'm gonna be really upset. It's yeah. not. Oh, it's close to a date. Big a grape. A grape. Just love that. You know, Monkey's out here. Them out here teaching things that we shouldn't be learning how to do, but we're using fruits to do it. Oh, yeah. um, okay. Well, I will do stuff for a grape that I'm not proud of. <laughs> out there. I think I need a bunch of grapes, but I would do it. <laughs> uh, and then that famous line, like many good movies that we always review they're they're ad libbed. I hate snakes, jock. I hate them. Obviously that wasn't written in, uh, but they added it. Spielberg, I should say, no, I take it back. He did write that. It wasn't part of the script, but once he found out Ford didn't like snakes, he added that in. And I I already thought that that was like an ad lib thing, but it was just showing how good of a director Spielberg is because he put it in. He yeah. knows his character and he knows his audience. So with that, we wrap up some movie trivia, but Jay, I'm already inclined to know what is your favorite uh, murder scene in Raiders? Dude, the freaking plane, like the, the propeller ah. with the big fucking dude fighting, like it's so good. Like I get excited every time I watch because I'm like, he's going to get chopped up. <laughs> like, it's just because it's so like brutal in this like family friendly film, which is not family friendly, by the way. Mm -hmm. Like Indiana Jones is well known because, oh, let's watch it's for kids. It's not. this Well, there's a lot of things I want to talk about with this, but it is not family friendly. And that scene is just one case of that because, like, it's yeah, it's brutal. Oh, speaking of scenes, I forget this is the last one I forgot to put in there. The scene where um, the, the iconic scene where the guy has the the sword, he's doing all the fancy magic, and then uh, Indy shoots him. Why was that decision made? Because we have any Harrison ideas? Ford had diarrhea. Hey, he yep. did. Good call. I, I didn't know that was common knowledge. Good. I didn't know that. But I mean, just. That type of I thought music. you liked this movie, Matson. I know, but I haven't gone to like the, the deep well, but it's that type of whimsicalism. Like that is such an indie scene to me where it's just you the movie doesn't take itself overtly seriously, but still drives a story forward that's fun, that's that 
that's catchy, that's eye popping. And to me, that's really what I love about indie is it's rooted in history, which I love history. I love to travel and see things. I I really like wartime stories. So the Nazi, the, the regime and all that and the, the fun they have with that, all of that. Very interesting to me. Um, but what I the JJ asked me to kind of explain why I like this movie. This is a movie when I saw when I was a child and I went to Disney World and they have they still have it there. It's still yep. the the live show. And I thought when they picked those three people out of the crowd, one of them I think always is actually a, a common Joe, but two of them clearly are not. They're they're paid trained actors and acrobatics. But the scene that come to life before my eyes and that scene that JJ talked about, all that was just one of the I mean I can go right back there in my mind and I got one of the the rifles that Indy used in the movie still have it in my mom's my parents basement um I still go see it and hold it sometimes it's just a nostalgic fun good time and even the movies that come after it I, I still love all of them but this one especially just it's amazing just absolutely amazing movie. I will say, do I like the third one more than the first one? Dude, it's a tough call. Just a great franchise. It's just, I, I still refer to it as a franchise. It's no longer a franchise. That's the way I see it. Sure. And I, I prefer the second one over all of them, but I love the second still... one, but it's not as to me, it's not as, I don't know. It's, a, it's certainly darker. Sure. But I do love this movie. Like, and I love, for me, it was, it came from, we all know my Star Wars affection. So when I was a kid, like I watched Star Wars and I got into it. And then, you know, Harrison Ford branching out with, you know, the guy that created Star Wars writing another series of, I was like, fucking A, right? Let's watch this shit. So Indiana Jones became another great series of movies for me that I just loved as a kid and a young man. And I'll still watch any of them to this day with the exception of the one that doesn't exist. Um, maybe we're working on two that don't exist. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. It, look, I, but these first three and especially this one and the second one, like I'll watch them. I, I don't know. I'll watch any of the first three anytime. Oh, I'll put it anytime, anywhere, any, you name it. It's on. Yeah. But this one I like, I mean, you know, cause it started it and it was just an interesting take on, history and like some interesting like it was just really fun like it was what paved the path for something like tomb raider to be a, a popular game and like mm -hmm. tv show like there's so many things that we look at like from this tomb raiding and archaeological and like i don't think it would have been as popular without indiana jones and and the way that it's come out and the fact that harrison ford just carries it is absolutely on top of it and in this one like Karen Allen is great. Paul Freeman's a great villain. Like it's just such like everything comes together for this movie, like across the board. Really. JJ, do you love the the Lucasfilm sound effects that we like, especially with the airplane that come through? Oh yeah, of course. The airplane, you got the every time I hear them I'm like that, it's not probably <laughs> the sound. Yeah, I'm like well, that's Star Wars. <laughs> you get the Wilhelm scream, and then like yeah. the over the top punches that sound like, what's their face made of? Like <laughs> that's not a normal sound. I love all of that because they don't yeah. shy away from from any the of camp. It. Yeah, the camp is great. Like they're like, look, we're gonna make a serious movie that's got action and fun, but it's gonna be campy and ridiculous, and it's mm -hmm. gonna be silly. And and I'm here for it. Like I think that's great. And that's a Steven Spielberg thing, right? Like he goes. People are going to love this because it's fun. And he knows, obviously, throughout the years what people are going to love. 
and he makes it work. And so this is no different. And Do we need to hand this over to our uh, co-host, the boo-boo of poo-poo over here? I think Alec likes it. I just I, I do like it. Yeah, um, I will. I was a little worried before we started recording this one that you were going to I guess maybe you're not going to give it the same uh, score as you. But. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just can't imagine why anybody wouldn't give this a five match. That's all I've been saying. Um, <laughs> no, for me, it's the beginning. Like mm-hmm. the first mm-hmm. 10 minutes, there's nothing except going through the jungle and it sets the tone. Yeah. Uh, and then we get a little bit of dialogue here and there, but it's very piecemeal. And that just for me is like, OK, we're watching something new and different because, I mean, you think about Star Wars, we have the text scroll, right? You think about yeah. other movies, they do like this opening exposition. Here's the story and how it happened. And it's very easy to do that for this uh, type of film. You could do a text scroll. You could do just like, a, hey, this is the background story. But no, Spielberg takes you in there and he puts you in the jungle. Um, and sets the tone for the whole thing to start. So that first 10 minutes, I think, is some of the best cinema ever. Yeah. Well, and the tension, like you build mm-hmm. so much tension in that, that, you know, and then like the whole heist, the big giant ball, and like it's just how do you not just get excited? I'm with you. Yeah. That's and then it switches point. to the funny. <laughs> yeah, well, then you go right the to this, the college. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> well, it's it's even before then, right? I mean, one of the, my favorite scenes in this entire thing is when Jacques fishing on the plane, and you get Indy, Jacques, Jacques, <laughs> and Indy's running, and the tribe is coming behind him, right? But you don't see him for a second. You see Jacques see Indy come over the hill, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> like fair. it switches straight to comedy. Indy, um, Ugh, all of it. Yeah, so good so good it, yeah i it's so hard to talk about this movie because it's so good like there's and again like so let me talk about part of this movie because one of the things that i love to talk about with this movie is the fact that it's not it's not family friendly and the not the least of which is we find out later as he goes he's realizing i need people's help and i've got this you know this amulet that i need someone to help me with or i need to go get this amulet and i know who has it and i know where to go you know and it's like you meet marion and you find out that indiana jones is kind of a dirty bird Mm. uh 26 year old dude sleeping with his teacher's daughter who's 16 at the time i mean we've come to learn now that that was like a mistake in dialogue that got left in but still like it's there she was 16 he was 26 rut row That's not okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, it's it's one of those things where, and then like the final scene, like, okay, people's faces are melting off. Like, <laughs> I, that shit terrified me when I was a little kid. I was like, oh God, I don't want to look. Is my face going to melt? Right? I still don't look. <laughs> <laughs> That's when JJ was like, God is not real. Yeah, exa- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> This is bullshit. Well, and you, like the angelic figure comes flying out. You're like, oh, look, oh, fuck. What the is wrong with her face? Like, <laughs> it's just, it's not a kid's movie. But as a kid, I loved it. There's no doubt about it. But I think it kind of goes back to what you're talking about. Alec. There's so much adventure. There's so much tension. There's so much funny. And there's not a person that's part of this group that doesn't have, like, Harris, look, Harrison Ford's probably one of the most charismatic people on the planet on screen he's really funny off screen but he's quiet and he's shy on screen like this guy exudes you know charisma and you're like holy shit you just can't help but watch him but you get 
like Sala Sala is great. Like I love that character too. Like Inde, like it's just hmm. and there's just so much to enjoy that's not the action. But I also think, and we've talked about it on this podcast before, like <laughs> yeah, the balloons. Um, there's so much, and now I'm just pissed because I don't get to fucking yeah. put thumbs what up. What the to fuck, Matson? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like there's so much, it's one of those things we talked about where sometimes there's too much action, you're like over the top, you're like, but this this film makes it work. Like you're just excited every time he does something. He's running on a fucking caravan of trucks, getting ready to fall off, or he's like running through the jungle, or he's like anything and everything run it that he does you're just like oh shit this is great and uh, yeah it's just it's entertaining it's fun it's exciting and yet it's grounded in something that you're like oh this is really interesting like creates discussion right like is the ark of the covenant real where would that be it's in some warehouse somewhere yeah exactly with a burned off <laughs> uh socialist what is it out uh, National Socialist National logo. Socialist logo burned <laughs> off. <laughs> no, that's a good point though, JJ. The action, I think, is the it's more adventure rather than action. Right? Yeah. We talked a little bit about uh, Sylvester Stallone and you know Arnold Schwarzenegger recently this month. That's just straight action, right? It's the punch the big guy on screen, and it's action first and foremost. But this is more of an adventure story that has action elements. And so you never feel like it's overwhelming um, in any way. It just plays into uh, the story. I just think it's, once again, just Spielberg being Spielberg. True. What were you throwing the peace sign up for, Matson? I think that's how I make the balloons show up on my screen because I have this thing. I, I got to figure out the thumbs up will happen again at some point. But Oh, there yeah. it goes. And then that's what I was, that's what I was reading. It'll, it'll make it come up again. Anyways, I'm anyway. down the rabbit hole. I'll figure it out later. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's a good point, Alec. It is. It's adventure. It's crazy. It's fun. There it goes. The balloons. That's so fucking I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. If you're listening to us, you need to go check YouTube out because it's like a celebration <laughs> on Matt's and screen right now. Like, <laughs> thumbs up, some balloons, and it's this bullshit. Um, yeah. Uh, and I think well, here's another interesting thing when I think about this film. So George Lucas is George Lucas. Like, and I've talked about him before. Like he's not the greatest or terrible director. He's an interesting writer, but he writes, <laughs> right now I'm really pissed. Yeah. And hearts and shit. Fuck Can we turn off. his camera off? No or... shit. Uh, <laughs> so like, now he's mad at us. So he gives us a thumbs down. Go check out YouTube. It's fun. Now he's having a good time. He forgot what we're doing. He's just playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like George Lucas, like, and we talked about this with Star Wars, like the man can write a story. And that's the part that's intriguing about this is like, you can't help but get involved in Indiana Jones's story. And it's not just for chasing the Ark of the Covenant, right? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Every story he's in, and even the shitty ones, like, I still want to like watch this character because of how good the stories that we are part of in these, and this one sets the tone, right? Cause it's the first. So this one doesn't work and we're in trouble. The others aren't going to work, but this one worked so well that you have this common enemy in nationalist socialists, national socialists. And so you have 
and we're all on board. We got to beat those guys. Can't let them have the Ark of the Covenant. That's not good. Turns out they're the right people to have it. Let's burn them all to the ground. But then, like, you just can't help. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucker has fireworks. This is bullshit. I'm, I'm going to force him into retirement again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, like, there's just – it's just – good storytelling, which is what George Lucas does. And then when you combine it with one of the greatest directors ever in Steven Spielberg, and then one of the greatest actors, one of the highest grossing actors ever in Harrison Ford, like you can't go wrong. Makes for a great film. Yeah. And it adds a little bit. uh, I think I talked about this when we did an unfortunate other Indiana Jones film was the first three, Mm -hmm. but this one especially operates in this, you know, fiction, but realm of reason. Sure. Right. Like this didn't happen, but it could. Right. And it stays to this kind of level of realism that this this might have happened. You know, it, it might have. Right. Nobody knows where the Ark of Covenant is. Who's to say Indiana Jones didn't find it? Um, right. So there's this realm of possibility that it operates and that keeps that kind of magic alive to where you're like, hey, you know what? This is a really good story and it could have happened. Yeah instead of what we had to watch, which was like, yeah, that fucking didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and it's like, I like it too. Cause as a kid, you could play Indiana Jones, right? Like yeah. I, I'm like Matson. I didn't have a rifle, but I had the hat. I still have the hat. Like it's Indiana Jones logoed and everything. Like I have his hat. I had a bull whip when I was a kid that wasn't a real bull whip, obviously, but a little toy bull. And I, I played Indiana Jones and like the shit that he does is off the wall. He's swinging from shit. You're like, that's not going to work, but I can try. Yeah. It <laughs> might. <laughs> Let's find out a few stitches later. I realized yeah. it wasn't a good idea, but I'm with you. Like, I think that's a great point that it's grounded in some level of realism or at least like an ability to try to believe that it's realism. Like you don't have to go shut the lasers and shit this guy he's not even paying attention no (laughs) he's got a fucking laser light show going on in the podcast i love it um it's the quietest matson's been ever is it raining on his screen right now what the fuck (laughs) anyway but yeah like i agree like that adds to the 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 fun of this movie is that it you can see it happening and I think that is important. Like there is no suspension of disbelief needed in this because you're like, you want to believe. Oh no, they lean into that and they, yeah, that's the whole point. And that's why I love this movie. Like other movies where they toe that line and it makes sense and it doesn't. And you're like, well, wait, are we, are we serious? Are we trying to be funny? Where are we at with Indiana Jones knows exactly what it's trying to be from the moment it starts on screen. And that's why I love every second of this movie because it never forgets who it is. I'd also be interested to know, like, if there was an uptick of people wanting to be an archaeologist after. The, oh, you know I, what I mean? assume so, because they don't know what it actually is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like. I'm going to be a badass. Yeah, like, yeah, like it's like it makes me want to call it because Javier's wife is an archaeologist. And I, so it makes me want to be like. She's an archaeologist? Yeah. So she teaches archaeology and all that shit. Like, so. Yeah, well, that ruined was, the profession for me. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? But like, I, I want to, were you inspired by Indiana Jones or do you look at him and go, he's fucking ridiculous? Because <laughs> like, you know, they're not actual like Tomb Raiders. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they do a lot of tedious shit, like with brushes and yeah. I'm not a lot of rocks. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of rocks. rocks. But 
but yeah, I mean, I'd be curious to say well, how many kids decided for a minute they wanted to be an archaeologist because of Indiana Jones and these movies. But I know I did for like five minutes, and then I'm like, no, I'm good. No, it's not working for him, so he's pissed. The yeah. sad face. Wow. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And why is Harrison Ford so fucking good? Like this, that everything he's in, man. Like it's no shock to me that it's he's annoying. The highest. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's who, really annoying. Who was supposed to play Harrison uh Indiana Jones instead of Harrison Ford? Do we know this? I do not know this. Um where I thought it was only name. Harrison Ford. I didn't think they had any. Yeah, no, it was supposed to be um I just saw this. Why why is this eluding or was this the last movie that we No, it's in here. Holly, keep talking. It's gonna come back to me. I just saw it's this. It's gonna come back to me. Um I it seems like that's a theme though, because we did talk about yeah uh what's his face supposed to play no maybe this in Back is to the, the Future. You guys really got to work on this uh, name thing. You're talking about. Dude, Eric. I know. Like, Eric's <laughs> Eric's I, I'm bad at it. Oh, yeah. No, I got it right here. Thing, though. Like, that's my thing. I'm a lot. <laughs> Tom Selleck. Tom. Ooh. Really? Like, I, I like know, that, that mustache, but... though. That mustache. That's fair. And he's got that's a little fair. bit of that chestless going. I mean, the Indiana Jones, a little chestless. I heard Jack Nicholson was in the running for a minute, too. But I that's think. That's you. Yeah, that's a weird one. Could you imagine? Like. i i can't even fathom like i hate snakes like like, what what that wouldn't work like no doesn't doesn't fit but uh thankfully harrison ford well and here's like george luke thankfully it's george lucas because without han solo he's not this guy either but then thankfully you know on top of that george lucas made a not so great film again in uh American graffiti. Okay, hold up. <laughs> Come on, dude. Look, there it has great uh, look, it's a great story. Not yeah. a great movie, which is George Lucas's thing. Just like <laughs> just like the other one we did, the THX. It's a great story. It's not a great movie. George Lucas is a good storyteller, but without American graffiti. Han Solo and Indiana Jones are played by somebody different because the only reason if he got they're to even read, made well, fair enough. The only reason he got to read for Han Solo was because of American graffiti. And then he got Indiana Jones because of Han Solo. So, and then without those three movies, we lose one of the highest grossing actors on the planet ever. And but we have a really, really good movies. plumber yeah, carpenter, 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 really great carpenter. Really great carpenter and kind of a terrible pilot. <laughs> yeah. But the other the other part about this this movie in the franchise is the guy that plays Marcus Brody and then the other the guy that, what's mm-hmm. the character's name? Like Indy. Why am I forgetting his Stala. name? Stala. Both of those guys, like they're Did you even watch this movie? <laughs> no, I just I always forget their their name. No, I had I didn't watch it this week for I watched it like th- three weeks ago. But though Marcus is just I think it's number three where it's not in this one, but they're like they're they're trying to come after him. And Harrison or Indian Jones is like Marcus will will fit in. He'll 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 hide. He'll go. Yeah. So like you know like he'll you'll never find him. He knows five languages. And then you're just like the frick like he got lost in his own life. museum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's number three. But all the, both of those characters to me, I love 
I mean, in one, they're they're great, and they just add to the aura of indie in the world building. Because without them, indie's great, and I think this movie still would have been awesome. But the supporting cast, uh, I think both of them need to be called out and commended as well because they they just add to everything I love about this movie. Yeah, no, agreed. Like the characters stand the test of time for sure. Like I even got excited in the not so great most recent one that we reviewed. Yeah, seeing Sala, like I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's Sala, and then, so it's you just fall in love. With, especially the first three did such a great job of continuing the stories of these characters and bringing them back, and you can't help but have that nostalgic. Like even when they're not great, you're like, mm. like it was great having Marion back in four Crystal Skull, but like it was, that movie was so bad, but like it was still good to see Marion, right? Like you're like, yeah cool so i mean who was the girl that came back at the end of five it was marion yeah i was like it was marion and yeah we just let's not talk about those pretend yeah i mean it was good to see her there too i just thought like originally when they did five she was supposed to be in it more Hmm. and then they rewrote a script and so she was only in it at the end but that's yeah neither here nor there i guess we're not gonna talk about the movies pretend booty cheeks um (laughs) but but number one fantastic start to a franchise and oh, it's, yeah. it's just so good just it, brutal kills fight they scene. are my favorite three movies like but when they were an og franchise like my favorite three movies of anything love them yeah it's great stuff love it all right should we rate it let's, let's do, do it. it all right this is mine i'll go first I'm giving it a five. Like, how do you not? Like, it's, you know, it's Indiana Jones. It's the start of a franchise. Like, there's nothing in this movie that I go, ah, it's not good. No, it's just great. It's fun. It's entertaining. It's hilarious. It, it makes me happy when I watch this movie. And there's very few movies that literally I walk away, like, lighter. You know what I mean? Than in Indiana Jones' first trilogy movie. And all three of them do that for me. So, uh, it's a five for me. Someone worry about me and call in a safety check if i'm not willing to rewatch this movie so that is how i feel about it um i'm scared so alec you go buddy yeah i mean i don't know why anybody wouldn't give this movie a five honestly it's just like it's great timing's good pacing's good it's got funny uh bits and pieces and then on top of that it's like really serious and an adventure story at the same time so it's great so yeah i really don't know why you had me work over nothing but you know it is a matson movie so that has to be taken into account here <laughs> right like matson no, but it was a movie, jj so, movie so well, yeah but you're back on the podcast so if matson <laughs> likes the movie i mean there's bound to be a problem there but yeah, I had you worry about nothing. It's a five idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't help because I knew what he was doing. So I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Everything. Five, I will watch this anytime, any place, anywhere. Um, 100%, this is a great movie. I'll absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why anybody want to give it a five. I said that, Matson. <laughs> we had him going, and it was fun. We He was so worried in, the break, in between oh recordings that, we were, that Alec wasn't going to give it a five. Gotcha. All right, that's in your turn, buddy. That's what you get for having. Let me, cool let me get my graphics. let me get my my lasers up here real fast so I can make the screen do this. this I really is, hope they wouldn't work there. This is a yeah. five. Um, 
No if fans or buts. I'm not going to repeat everything my co-host said. This is a great movie. It's fun. Go watch it. If you haven't watched it in maybe it's been a year, maybe it's been a couple of years, maybe it's been six months. This movie's good tomorrow. It's good yesterday. It's good 10 years from now. It's just a great, fun movie. I, for our podcast listeners, my son is four and a half months old. He got a ways to go before this movie means anything to him. But this will be, along with like Toy Story, one of the first things we watch together because it's just fun. There's just, and then I will 100% look forward to taking him to Disney World and being like, you know that thing we watched? Let's go see it in person. And it's going to be awesome. Feel the heat of the fire. Yeah. I love it. That's cool. Sweet. Yep. There it is. The end of the AFI top 100. What a great way to end on a good note, happy note, fun movie. Triple five. Will we ever have um, the full five month this month, didn't I? You did. Are we ever going to have as good of a month as this one? This is pretty solid all around. The reason I say this is black and white. And yeah, other movies, yeah. and we still, we still just killed it in terms of movies that we liked. It's true. We even had some Alex old school choices that, and they Matt were a hit. High scores, and they were a hit. I don't know. We'll have a if we can ever have as successful of a month, but we'll sure try. Um, yeah, that's it's been a crazy month with the I'm AFI. Looking forward to March. I looked I, at the list again. I'm looking forward to March. I am kind of looking forward to March. Uh, well. Send me the list because I have no idea what no. it is, and I'm already scared. <laughs> Why? When do I get input again? Uh, March. Uh, because you're terrible. No. March? <laughs> After March, so in April, because we did. Oh, my gosh. I'm we did votes through March. retirement again. Ooh, no, you're oh, going to retire ooh. before you get the pick. And then we're, yeah. we do it in like five, six month batches. So you're going to come back, yeah. still not get the BA pick. Uh, and then you're going to be in this endless cycle. It's going to be great. I can't. There, there are two movies in March Madison's not going to be thrilled with. <laughs> I forgot what March was. That's why I'm excited. <laughs> there might be three. I know. I know what's coming in March and I cannot wait. March is, uh, we'll tell you the topic. You get you excited. It, March is hidden gems, and the people that pick the hidden gems are me and Alec. So, oh. <laughs> can I go back and can I go back and pick one? No, nope, it's done. Ew. It's voted on. It's cho- chosen by who? Who voted? Charles? Charles? Yeah. yeah what if we could let me throw no. a pick in there? That's no. the beauty of being a patron. So go check us out on Patreon. Yeah, but so I didn't you get can to vote. put in a movie for Charles to pick. No, I know, but you retired, and then man. you came back. You, that's what you get for when you pull a Tom Brady. You got to go from the Patriots yeah, to the Bucks. The Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, end this podcast, and I can go soak in misery. Yeah, let, go ahead and tell everybody where they can find us. Uh, let's see. Uh, JJ took that, and he took that. And... Okay, <laughs> here we go. Uh, end of the end of the month for AFI. Uh, this is the second Jonesy movie on the podcast, and by far the superior one. So don't even worry about the other one, unless you <laughs> like pain. Uh, special thanks to our patron guy Pierce's South Pole for the selection. As this is always a good watch. Honestly, like I've been saying, I don't understand why anybody would not give this a five. Uh, check us out every week when we release a new episode and leave us a like or a comment if you liked it or not. Uh, caveat emptor, though, uh, it's a bad comment. I get to respond. So buyer beware. Uh, with that, I will send it back to the Colossus of Clout, the King of Crash, a JJ. Yeah. Love it. Oh, here comes hearts again. Man, you really got to watch Love this episode you on YouTube if you're listening. Go check us out. Hey, we're uh, going to be that much more. The studio production is just going to be that much more. <laughs> Raising the production value. Yeah. 
That's right. Take that, Mr. Bull or whatever the fuck your name was. Uh, Ed um, the Cow. Ed the Cow, yeah. So, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Whoa. Bye. Hasta la vista, baby. Cinematic. Cinematic.